This is GKW. Welcome to another edition of Good Karma Wrestling. I'm Gabe Neitzel from ESPN Milwaukee. With me as always from ESPN West Palm, Brian Rowitz, and catch him on ESPN 1000 in Chicago. He is Jonathan Hood. Well, CM Punk. <laughs> well, that says a lot right there. <sighs> I mean, you just well, say your name. Yeah. Well, CM Punk, thoughts? A lot of yeah, I guess yes. We could I could just literally say CM Punk, and then we could probably fill the the rest of the hour, the entire show, with CM Punk thoughts. But there is some drama swirling around Punk, and depending upon which source you're reading, what you're looking at, he's keeping some people in, some people out of collision. Uh, there was some confusion over Hangman Page and the promo that we ended up seeing last night. I'm assuming on uh, Dynamite and whether or not that was supposed to be shot um, as part of you know at the collision site but because he's the elite could he be there well then ryan nemeth who all the elite guys he wasn't allowed in same thing with christopher daniels who apparently had some sort of role in the brawl outs it's it's confusing it's it, i feel like the guy from uh from always sunny in philadelphia who's trying to connect all the dots and and talk crazy but when you look at the latest cm punk drama is there any chance <laughs> That this ends up being a work. He also argument with Jungle Boy about using real glass. Another well, part of uh, his past week. Well, and, and again, then depending upon which source you read, yes. um, was either Punk was looking out for his safety or Punk thought that he was looking to get a week off um, and not show up for the <laughs> television the next week. So again, it's just it it it's all just so ridiculous, but. Given Punk's past, like you have to take all of it with some sort of credence. Meanwhile, he's he's still wanting to work with the elites, with Kenny Omega, try to make money off of brawlouts. Hasn't had much success reportedly reaching out to those guys. So is there any chance that all of this is a work and eventually we get to what we want to see, CMFTR versus the elite? Gabe, Brian, if it is a work then it should be in the ring. Period. Yeah. End of story. If it is a work, it should be in the ring. That means oh, that... But he also cut a promo later, on Hangman Page after the cameras went off that I was know. then aggregated onto Twitter. No, understand I my point. I forgot about that. Okay, understand my point, though. My point is, is that if any of this is a work, mm-hmm. this should lead to something at in Chicago or their next big event or whatever. This falls at the feet of Tony Khan once again. So we understand that Tony Khan, Brian, is a matchmaker. He's not a booker. He's a matchmaker. So he likes to put this person against this person. I think that's one philosophy. But ultimately, as we always say, it's about story, right? Here's a story that is handed to you, (laughs) a real story. The late Jerry Jarrett, real issues draw money, right? Mm -hmm. And so everyone wants to know whether it's a small amount of people, whether it's a medium amount of people, whether it's a stadium filled with fans at Wembley. Everyone wants to know what's up with this story. If you do not pay this off, then what the hell are we doing here? Right. CM Punk was wrong for reacting to a fan that had a had a sign and want to go off on he want to go off on Hangman just because he saw the sign. Right. <laughs> just because of that, right? So everything that you've gone through, the time off, the conversations you've had with uh with Warner Legal and with Tony Khan, but yet you do this. So CM Punk could do whatever he wants, right? Is that is that what it is? He's actually yes, pretty well, much. Well, 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 that's not right though, because guess Christopher what? Daniels is the head of talent relations. Yeah. See, here's the thing: 
2023, he is not the draw that we all think he is. He's not because he's not worth that. If that's the case, why isn't he just with his balls on the table coming in on Wednesday? I don't care if the Bucks are in the next uh, locker room. I'm going to be there on Wednesday. My point is, is that all of this is nonsense because if it is a work, how come we haven't seen a matchup with these guys? Because you know that that would attract a big audience. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, and that's the thing because, you know, we learn about a lot of this stuff from social media and you read some of this stuff. It's like, oh, well, Brett and Sean were like this, but we weren't as in-depth back then. Like, social media wasn't a thing. So, obviously, we saw that play out in front of our eyes. We saw it on pay-per-view. We saw Montreal happen. With this, I don't know if the audience that's sucking this up and being a part of this on social media, if that's going to be enough to draw. Because it's going to mean something when they eventually get in the ring, and I do think we will get there. But are they really working anyone right now? Like, is this doing anything to help build that drama? No. So this is this is why I 100% agree with Hood. Like, if if you want to do this, like, you got to do it in the ring. Yes. Brawl out was big enough where, like, again, like, people were suspended. Right. <laughs> they took the title off of everybody involved and, and told everyone to go away until they figured it out and, and presumably figured it out. If, if this is, I mean, because there are backstage reports that are right, that sure. are wrong, who knows where, where this falls, right? Like, who knows where this ends up falling in, in the right or wrong category? And also, by the way, just real quick, like, in terms of reports, there are reports that he apologized to Hangman the next day. Like, he felt bad about it. So, yeah. there's that. About the promo that he yes. cut. About the promo that he cut on Hangman, because, you know, CM Punk's trying to work. And, and it just... If, if you're not doing it in the ring, like, yeah, like you said, Jay Hood, like, what's the point? Like, what, what are we doing? Because there are so few people that really care about the backstage stuff. Like, if, if this is where you're trying to plant the seeds to eventually then, like, no, no, this, <laughs> not enough people are paying attention for that to pay off to all the crap that happens behind the scenes. Again, unless it ends up being this huge thing that blows up the way that Brawl Out did. And, like, him cutting a promo on Hangman Page after the cameras go off on Collision on Saturday night, that's not a big enough that's not a big enough reason to start building this. Like you got to do something better. Like and the, the crazy part to me with CM Punk is he does all the right things when it comes to like his t-shirt that's supporting um, you know, trans rights. And and like he seems to be on the right side of wanting to help and support all these different people, but then you wrong him or slate him just a little bit and like everything just turns to chaos. I just oh. I he's such a complicated dude, it's it's hard to figure well, out. Well, like all of us, he's a flawed individual. But it, but here's the thing though, it spills over in the ring, it spills over in sports entertainment wrestling. And and to me, I just think it's just it's over the top. And I just think that even if you thought that Hangman Page was in the building, like that's something that you just don't do. Right. I just I just think that what he did was he can he sure he can apologize, but what are you apologizing for? There's still heat there. there I mean, you know how you apologize? You come together. That's the Young Bucks, that's Hangman Page, that's Kenny Omega and CM Punk, and make money with this thing and please us as fans. I mean, right, that, that's not – I apologize, do it right, bro. It's, 
Yeah. But that's that's a two-way street, yep. man. Like that's a two-way street, right? By by all accounts. Like, because again, with with every story that we've mentioned outside of the actual promo, because <laughs> that was videotaped and then put out onto social media, like there have been two separate reports, one presumably from the buck from the elite camp, one presumably from the CM Punk camp, on literally everything, right? Like, and but the one thing that we do know that seemingly everybody agrees on is that Punk and the Bucks have not come together despite Punk reaching out. Yeah, to and the fact that you have the Bucks on BTE, like tongue-in-cheek, apologizing and doing things like that, that doesn't help anything either. Like, no. it's just adding to it. And I've also seen on Twitter, I forgot who put it out there, what this sort of drama <laughs> creates right now, and because of the creation of Collision, is you're going to end up seeing guys or girls that are only on one show just because that it's like, oh, well, they're only on Wednesdays. They must hate Punk. They're Team Elite. Or vice versa, if they're only on Saturdays, and it might have nothing to do with those two parties, but that's sort of where we're getting. And if you're Tony Khan, you have to rein in that locker room because if this is a work, if this is Punk trying to be Hogan, great if we get the payoff. But if he's just being Hogan, then we're going to see WCW in a year or two and there won't be an AEW anymore. Well, we're getting close to that because if the, <laughs> if the head guy doesn't control his locker room, and because here's the thing that would not happen. WWE, it would... Vince would try to find a way to put this in the ring somehow, yeah. some way, right? Even if it looks as ridiculous as Shawn Michaels versus Hulk Hogan uh, at that SummerSlam, which is going around again, by the way, the over-the-top Shawn Michaels, you know, <laughs> taking crazy bumps for Hogan. Like, like Shawn did not want to work with Hogan. He goes, oh, I'll work with him. Nope. Oh, I, oh, he's going over? Okay, well, I'm going to do it my way, right? <laughs> it was ridiculous. I've been seeing this for the last 48 hours. It's funny yeah. that people – but, I mean, the point is, Gabe, it got in the ring. They got it in the ring. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Well, and and think of like the personal beefs that WWE, because again, like AEW, they, they're still a young company, right? So in terms of these personal beefs and making it real, like Punk kicked off more or less the reality era of WWE where, you know, he started blurring the lines of bringing some of the backstage stuff that he was dealing with to life with his feud with Cena that eventually led to the summer of punk and all those different things, which gave us, um, Brian Danielson or Daniel Bryan versus the Miz when, when Brian was retired at that time. And, and that whole thing that blew up on talking smack and we've been able to kind of see some of these things work out and that's to, to WWE's credit. They've always figured out, I mean, Sam Punk versus AAA, you know, like, yeah. you know, that, that led to the, and this is Phil Brooks talking to Paul Levesque, like the, the way that WWE has been able to blur the lines with a lot of this stuff in the past, they've been able to make money off of it. And that's right. If AEW can't make it, we 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 can we have said this since day one of Brawl Out. If they can't find a way to make money off of this, that's kind of that feels like the beginning of the end of the company because you can't have the elite and CM Punk co. I, I don't think long term, whatever arrangement this is, you can't have it long term. You can't have this exist and be a profitable, coherent company. And the crazy part is, like when we get those six in the ring, it doesn't need to be this five star classic, like. We got Vincent Brett in a ring. That wasn't, you know, a five-star match, but we got that. Like, that happened. There's a payoff years down the line. Those six in the ring, like, just to square off and just every chopper punch you're going to be looking into, like, that is going to sell tickets and put asses in seats. 
Yeah, that that matters, bro. It's and, and so we circle back to Tony Khan. And again, you have to be a leader in this situation. You just can't appease everybody. That's the whole thing with them. Here's how you know, right? The first time that we heard about AEW, oh, there's not going to be scripted promos. Okay, so you want to be anti-WWE? That's fine. But people are saying whatever the hell they want to say. <laughs> they curse when they want to say. I mean, and so there are no guidelines and no parameters in this company. And so at some point, someone has to be the adult. I think you hit the, the best point. When you have Christopher Daniels, a, a respected veteran, not allowed to be in the building because of CM Punk, well, who's running the asylum here? Right. It can't be CM Punk. It has to be Tony Khan and management. And, and so to me, Gabe, you are correct. You keep going down this road, even Warner Brothers Discovery is going to be like, yeah, you guys have put up some good numbers here and you took care of us at the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, but who's running this place? <laughs> right? Who's running this place at some point? And then all of a sudden, unplugged, and and Vince will buy the company for two million dollars, like WCW. <laughs> yeah, it's it's just one of those things where you wonder who do you think's holding up Punk versus the Elite? Is it him or is it the Elite? Uh, who's going to stay in the company longer? Is the Elite? No, who's who's holding it up? Who's holding up us getting that match? It does say something that the elite resigned. Like if they were that bothered, this was their chance to take their ball and go home. Like Cody. Like exactly. Like they didn't. <laughs> like Cody, which yes. makes me think that maybe it's Punk and him trying to control the narrative. Like, oh no, I tried to reach out, and you know, in a Punk way, he probably didn't. So what happens at Wembley? Like, do we get the Young Bucks and FTR first so that they can, they can get on the flight and leave? So right. they have to deal with CM Punk. I mean, that's nonsense too. Because yeah. I mean, the the idea that that is a kind of a a kind of bl uh, brand split where there's a Wednesday crew and a Saturday crew. I mean, they're going to be in the same locker room at some point. <laughs> so how's that work? Oh, and for back to back weekends because yeah. you got all in and all out. So how how's that you, work? You're, you're telling me the Bucks and and Kenny aren't going to be working all out too? That that's just going to be all CM? It's just going to be an all collision show? <sighs> collision on on Sunday night. You'll have collision Saturday and then collision <laughs> Sunday. I, I, I hope, and I was thinking about this this week leading into the show, I hope they can figure this out because this can crash and burn quickly. I don't care. I don't think they do. I, I, I don't I, mean, I don't think they figure I mean, it that's, out. That's a problem because if it's not this problem, Gabe, there'll be something else down the line where it's like oh, yeah, like oh, an MJF that's re-signed. Oh, well, it, it's, it's 2024 now, and so I run things. I'll tell you when I'm going to give up the title, right. and I'll tell you I'm going to wrestle. Really? And, and if Tony Khan has no balls, like in this situation, then then a lot of these veterans could do whatever the hell they want to do. And that ain't right. That's not right. No. No, I agree. 100% there with you. Uh, we move on and talk about the other top stories happening in the world of professional wrestling as we get closer and closer to those pay-per-views for AEW. We'd like to call it our three count. Brian, what's number one? All story? right. We will start in the AEW world. You mentioned it. It happened last night. The Texas Chainsaw Death Match won by Jeff Jar Jarrett over Jeff Hardy. Let's fill in the blank. The Texas Chainsaw Death Match was blank. Shit. <laughs> You like it? It was <laughs> it was so bad. Like it was so bad. I I and I don't know why I rewound it a couple of times. I what? thought I might have missed something at here and there. I'm like, wait, what did I just miss here when they were backstage in the whole thing? Maybe if the rest of the episode was better and like you just threw that in the middle, I could maybe ex accept it. 
But it was so bad. The one thing about it was the belt that Jeff Jarrett yeah, held at the, the end. Champ. It was kind of it was kind of cool. Like that was kind of a cool belt. Um, but other than that, everything else was terrible. It was just old guys fighting backstage. You threw blood on Karen, I guess, for reasons. Um, then Leatherface showed up with clearly like he's he was just a character from any random haunted house you can go to, you know, in just a couple of months here. Yeah. It, Playing, playing the chainsaw over the, yeah. over the loud. No, he had a chainsaw. Clear. It was no, real. He was coming after Karen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was no chain on that saw, my oh. friend. Um, oh, it was just all. It was quite possibly <laughs> the worst thing I've seen in professional wrestling in the last ten years. Worse than zombies. Yes. Wow. Worse than zombies. <laughs> no, it was at the the film. The blank is horrendous. It, it, it was, but, but not the worst thing you have seen. I've seen social media blow up and Dustin Rhodes. If you want to pull that up, there's some expletives in there, bro. It's where Dustin Uh-oh. Rhodes just responded on about his thoughts on the Texas chainsaw death match. So it's not the worst thing I've seen. And here's why I've seen um, Vince and Shane McMahon take on Shawn Michaels and God. Yep. That is fair. You got, do you guys remember God being in the ring with Shawn Michaels? That was a thing, you know. I saw Batista and uh, the Great Kali in a Punjabi prison match. They had several of those things, and those things were horrible. The Punjabi prison. Oh my god! I, I mean, it's bad enough that Kali was in the match, but Batista as well. Uh, so that's bad. I've, I, I, I'm old enough to remember LA Knight against Bray Wyatt in the Mountain Dew match. <laughs> no, this was worse than no, that. This was worse than no, that. It wasn't even close. The Mountain Dew. The Mountain Dew. Pitch black match was bad, but it wasn't as bad as this. No, no, I've seen worse. As a matter of fact, I was old enough to remember seeing Boss Man against Al Snow in a kennel from hell match. <laughs> now, this was in a double What does everybody this want? This was in a double cage game night. So it's in double cage. <laughs> and there was dogs around ringside. Yeah. And those sure. dogs were supposed to attack Boss Man and they just peed on his leg. They did not. Dustin does say that some wrestling fans are one percent like to bitch and moan. You're not a real wrestling fan if you're bitching and moaning about this match. Okay, that's so. wrong. I mean, that's, that's, that's wrong. I, I am a real wrestling fan. I know how, how bad that was. Yes. He also adds, "I thought the Texas Chainsaw match was entertaining as fuck. People saying it was the worst match ever are full of shit. I have that honor. Remember me in the back of a moving eighteen wheeler with a cage around? King of the Road got no love and honesty. We did great, and it was entertaining." Is that now what we do? Effing lighten, Francis. He said, real Jeff Jarrett and Jeff Hardy killed it. They always do. Plus, I love Leatherface. Yes, he also was in bad matches. Goldust. <laughs> Goldust, <laughs> Ultimate Warrior, and that matchup he's talking about. That matchup was in WCW. Yeah. He's in the back of a, a loader. Like, it's... Yeah. I think it's a tractor or there's a truck <laughs> attached to something. And he's fighting in, like, a barn with, like, Crusher Kruzchev. No, it's Barry Darso. I remember that. Like that, I mean, we've seen our share of bad gimmick uh-huh. matches. And again, we're talking about bad gimmick matches ultimately, right? Yeah. Okay, so this is mm-hmm. this is horrendous. Yeah. There's no, there's no doubt, but I but all three of us because we're in the business of entertainment understand why that was on Wednesday yeah. night. And the dollars. Oh, yeah. And, which all went to the Maui well, fund, $100,000. So that's a plus. Yeah, Pretty reportedly, cool. I mean, again, for $100,000, yes, you, you got to put that match on. Um and for them to turn around because they're doing all the last night. Like I 
good yeah. good call roads i don't want to diminish that right um and good for them for taking the hundred thousand dollars and then and then giving it to the maui fund but that doesn't mean it was good well and the other issue with that money being spent like a promotional standpoint yes we're talking about the texas chainsaw massacre i didn't know until today looking into stuff what they were actually promoting uh video like, yeah, a video game. Like, it's not a new movie. It's not a TV show. It's a video game. Like, at no point did I realize that. And maybe I fast-forwarded through something. But, like, shouldn't you do a better job promoting that aspect of it? Isn't that why you have your stuff out there? AEW, everybody. It was, it was very brief. It was right before. Okay. Because you can – Excalibur and really any professional wrestling announcer – like, you know, when they're about to go to break, you know, yes, like yes. You, you, you can tell and you can kind of start fast forwarding or they get to a point in the match where it gets to the outside and you know that they're going to say continues next or continues. That's right. Next, you can start. Um, so maybe Excalibur was teasing like he was going to go to break, but then had to quickly let you know about the gotcha. Texas Chainsaw Massacre uh, video game that's coming out, uh, I believe, tomorrow. I believe it oh, comes okay. out on Friday. Well, at least well, Jeff Jarrett's got a belt now, so he's a champ. Was there a QR code? Was there a thing, a lower third to tell people what's going on there? I mean, because you turn it on, you're like, what, what is this? Right. <laughs> what is this? And so, I mean, but a typical AEW, I mean, like, like I'm glad that they did it for charity and then the yeah. per the best person won because Jeff Jarrett, he knows a gimmick match, right? <laughs> the reason why that we saw Karen Jarrett with the, um, with, uh, wearing white, because the red would show up, right? Mm -hmm. And so I, I, the uh, same thing with, I believe, Jay Lethal also wearing white. Yeah. So it looks like blood. And of course, they couldn't they couldn't cut themselves in a night where everyone cut cut themselves. By the way, they couldn't cut themselves for this, so they just put red right. gook on top of their head. And at least we got more of satinum and overalls. That was a yeah. Plus. Yeah, I was about to say satinum with the one one strap overall. <laughs> if you're a big goof, man, you're just not gonna get over. <laughs> you just that company. I mean, I thought we were done with that from the farm in Delaware. He's still doing this stuff, huh? Yeah. No. God no, he's going to he's going to he's going to be doing that for as long as WWE is doing Karrion Cross versus AJ Styles. Like <laughs> both of those things are just going to last forever. They're just never no end in sight of AJ beating Karrion Cross on a Friday night. Um, well, so, so among gimmick matches, yes, it was horrendous. But like I said, I've seen worse. I've seen worse. And I just thought, OK, this is good for five minutes. This went on for a while. Yeah, way it, too long. That was oh. that was also part of the problem is that it, yes. it went way too long. Like we're especially in a company where in the last month you've been criticized for your lack of women's wrestling. You could have cut this thing to five and right. you know given given more time elsewhere. It's also frustrating because they've shown they can take that Warner promotional money and slap a name on a match, and we don't see a difference. Like the Daniel Garcia versus Brian Danielson was what like Return of the Dragon, some dragon theme. Yeah. And we didn't have dragons in the ring. Like, we just had a good wrestling match, and they talked about whatever show they're promoting. Like, and they didn't the, have to go this far. What was so disappointing is, in that match, never saw Ricky Steamboat until we saw him on Collision. Fair. <laughs> you should have had a dragon Steamboat there. He still looks good. <laughs> that would have been okay. Ring. He still looks great. Steamboat's amazing. <sighs> yeah, and look, I... By all means, like take more chances because sometimes, oh. sometimes these things become so bad that they're good, much like the, the final deletions that the Hardys did, you know, in impact and they just kind of turn a corner. I don't know if they, that's why it lasted so long last night. Cause they were hoping eventually it was going to turn that corner. And it just, for me, it never did. Just never did. No. And that was pretty much semi-main, wasn't it? Uh, that second hour. Yeah. Uh -huh. Yes. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> 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 my main holy cow i i, I just you know and, and shout out to jeff jarrett 
He's yeah. in his hometown. He just made a, a short drive from Hendersonville to Nashville and was right there. His wife's right there. They're all, and they he won a championship. So that's going to be defended all in, right? We're gonna 100% get it. he's defending that belt, yes. Okay, good, good. It looked good, too. But Ryder me with a big gold belt, by the way, just Leatherface. <laughs> that's all you got, yeah. Leatherface. Leatherface. Again, the belt itself, fantastic. The match, so-so. Yeah. yeah, it was terrible. <laughs> what do we got at number two? All right, more matches announced last night for All In one week from Sunday. We have a six-man tag. Kenny Omega, Hangman Page, and Ibushi take on Jay White, Juice Robinson, and Takesha. We also will get a lot of men in this match. Orange Cassidy and the Best Friends, Lucha Bros, and the returning Eddie Kingston take on the Blackpool Combat Club and three mystery men. Guys, we have too many multi-men matches at All In right now. This has the feel of... Pre two night WrestleManias, where there mm-hmm. weren't a lot of singles matches, and they're trying to find a find a way to jam as many people in the card because this is, as they've booked it, the biggest show in pro wrestling history with eighty thousand plus at Wembley Stadium. It's such a big deal, and they want to make sure that all these people get their moment in the sun. But like, so right now we have three one on one matches announced: MJF Cole for the world title. Punk versus Joe, which isn't announced, but we assume we're going. Yeah, it'll be there. And Jericho versus Osprey. Those are the only three one-on-one matches announced so far for that show. And are we expecting any more? I mean, they jammed, and, and that was part of the problem with, with Dynamite last night, is the, the complete lack of actual story and build. Like, the only, realistically, there are only a couple of stories that they've tried to bother to tell to get ready for this. Obviously, uh, better than you, Bebe. Um, they, they've done a very good job with that build, which yep. will event, which will be the main events. And then they've really, and I guess I can't even give them credit for this because they're just leaning on the past of Punk and Samoa Joe. The Jericho but, stuff with uh, Callus. Yeah, but I'll, you just threw, like, it would make sense if you did Jericho versus Takeshita. Right, yes. But now you're throwing <laughs> Osprey in there for reasons. I, for, I, I don't, for I, the reasons that I'm not sure of, right? Like, right. so that, that, hasn't really been a big build. Um, the women's four way have just, it was just matches to kind of set this up. Um, I mean, they have been doing BCC versus like they could have gotten away with just BCC versus orange and the best friends, but now they're making it into a big thing. That's not going to make any sense because who the hell's going to team with the Blackpool Pont combat club. Are they just going to like pigeonhole house of black in there? Oh, Oh, that'd be good. Like, it will be like, stadium stampede, and like that that actually would work. I like that. Yeah, that, that like work. that's that's the only trio that I can think of throwing in there. Or we're gonna get house. Of, what's probably more likely is that House of Black is going to be defending their trios titles against the acclaimed and Billy Gunn. <laughs> We've already well, seen that multiple times. But, yes, and we but know that's how that ends. But that's what they're building right. towards. <laughs> we know how that we know how that story ends, right? Mm-hmm. Lateral press, hook of the leg, one, two, three. Billy Gunn takes the ball. <laughs> So that's how that works. So this yeah. is all set up like New Japan and AAA, you know, like they, these they, this card. Because mm-hmm. just like Gabe said, everyone gets everyone gets a, a payday. Everyone mm-hmm. gets on the card, right? I have no problem with that as long as the other matches deliver, right? I mean, so yeah. MJF against a Cole, Osprey against Jericho, and now you got a story now finally because now we see that Jericho will not be part of the Don Callis family. So there's a story there. Jericho and Osprey, I know that you guys don't want that, but it's going to deliver. It, yeah, yeah, it's not going to be Jericho from '99. It's going to be fine though. That match, it's not going to be but, Jericho being so prob- bad in the matchup. But I, which is, I mean, again, 
You're right. It's gonna be it's gonna be fine. Yep. But I can't imagine you get Osprey that many times if you're right. AEW. It seems like a waste of Osprey. And also, like we could have like Osprey versus Jericho is going to be fine. Like it's it's going to it's going to hold up. But you could have had something amazing because you have Osprey and plenty of other able wrestlers that you could have put them up against. Well, do you, you ever think that maybe this is Osprey's dream match? Because he's taking on a veteran like like Jericho, yeah. like he he's gonna kill Jericho, and I'm fine with it as long as it's a good match. Seriously, I mean, yeah. you saw what he did with Omega. So what do you think is gonna happen in this match? If Jericho goes over, unless there's a rematch, I'd be disappointed. But I think Osprey's gonna kill Jericho, and it'll yeah. extend the extends the story. I think Jericho. The other issue, now. Jericho, that was a face turn last night, right? It is. Yes. yes. He's not gonna be cheered at Wembley against Osprey. Osprey's the face there. It'll be 50-50. You think? I mean, Do people I, respect Jericho? I've already called him like the Tom Brady of that company. And I think yes, that's fair. But Osprey in Wembley, like that place is gonna be going pretty nuts for him. You know what? It'll, they'll get go nuts for everybody. It's the that's UK. True. That's true. There'll be a lot for everybody. Well, and and, and I want to make something perfectly clear because this because this is true of at this point, 90% of the, the pay-per-views that AEW has has put on. Like, this card's going to deliver. Yep. Like, the card, like, it's, it's going to deliver. It's going to be fun. A, the crowd's going to be into it. You have so much talent on it. We're just disappointed that some of these stories just seem haphazardly thrown together, which is why I think last night, at least for me, last night's Dynamite was kind of disjointed because you're now yeah. rushing to put these stories together because you didn't bother planting seeds for a lot of them you know, when, when you got done with Forbidden Door. Well, and the issue right now, I mean, Jay Hood, like you said, with Stories Tell, said on Twitter, Trevor Dame tweeted this, at the end of the day, it's going to be a special show because it's held in a sold-out Wembley rather than a show that sold out Wembley Stadium because it's special. Like, I think that's part of the issue from a wrestling fan standpoint is we don't have a lot of stories right now. It's going to be a great wrestling match, but this is an independent wrestling show. Like, it's just like, hey, here are some names you recognize. We're going to throw them in the ring. Go do it. Yeah, it's all in. It's I mean, it's all in, which is what the original one was. So right. maybe they're they're carrying on the, the <laughs> tradition of what the original all in was. It's kind of what AEW is. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you something. That's something I'm disappointed in is that we don't get a, a solid Orange Cassidy singles match. Why yeah. is he Why is he thrown into there to another six man? Like I just here's a guy here that's one of the hottest in the company. I never thought I'd ever say that on this show, but one of the hottest guys because of how he defends a championship. Why can't he have a, a solid singles match? Why? Because you see him on TV too much. You think you'll see the same. It could be different. The crowd loves Orange Cassidy, and he if if, if any championship matters, it's that one. The TNT title is so cold, but his championship matters. Well, that's part, in the singles match. Isn't that part of the problem? That we're right now, as of right now, tag titles, you you have so many belts in AEW, and right now three are on the card. Yeah, and I don't see that changing because the TNT title will be defended in Chicago. Yep, and, when, and Darby's next in line for that. He's already booked in a match. I guess they could throw a Statlander match in there and do the TBS title. That title's cold. I don't, I don't get it. Sorry. Oh, what's up with her? I don't get yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she I'm delivers. Still, I like I, I enjoyed their match Saturday, that tag match. I, and then that you talk about haphazardly. So yeah. this is what you're going to do with the women's championship of four way. That's what you're right. going to do. Two of them on the same uh, group: Soraya and Tony Storm, right? Mm-hmm. And on the other side is and it's the champion and uh, who else? So Sheeta and Britt. And Br- okay. And the other thing with Orange is, I assume Stadium Stampede is a pre-tape. 
Like maybe they make their way into the arena? Well, that's the question. Because during the pandemic, it, it emptied Jacksonville Stadium, TIAA. Right. Okay, fine. Now, they're gonna, they, I would imagine this will be pre-taped. But if it's not, they're going to go through the 80,000 people with this? <laughs> There's going to be some lawsuits. Well, we're not going to be able to see anything because they can't do the quad box. So we're just sort of watching and hoping to see something. That's a good question. I don't know how they're going to handle that. It should be pre-taped and then, and usually how it works, is pre-taped and then the live portion is when they come back into the right. stadium and then they finish it. Yeah, right. Because not so. only is it a waste of Orange, that's a waste of Eddie Kingston. Like the, He's still so over that, like, oh, it's a waste of everybody. A prominent spot. Yeah. It's a waste. It's a waste of John Moxley. It's a waste of Claudio. It's a waste of. Yeah, it's just a. It's just a waste. <laughs> it's an okay spot for your guys' best friends, Jay Hood. I know you've turned on them a little bit. You're okay with them now. I don't mind Trent, but okay. but, but yeah, yeah. Trent. Cause he, cause Jay Hood's on board with Trent, and he's on board with Sue. Yeah, that's right. Sue could be in okay. the match. That, 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 Chuck that, can get the hell out. That Kentucky idiot? No, absolutely. Actually, but I actually have done a little bit of a babyface turn with them because yeah. I gave that the match of the week last week, didn't yep, I? That, did. That's did. Page? Yeah, so so yeah. I, I, I'm laughing at Eddie Kingston because, once again, never give him the mic to have, make a big announcement. <laughs> God, no. That was terrible again. He just got, is this on? Turn this on. Turn this on. It's, it's on. Taz, Taz it's on. Yells, it's on. It's on. Start talking. Like, uh, Taz getting pissed off. Stadium like, Stampede Wembley. <laughs> who? <What? laughs> who? He didn't say who. Yeah. Who? <laughs> he, he's just the worst with this stuff, man. Like, <laughs> hey, Eddie, we need you to go out there. We want you to say you want to take on these guys. All right, here I am. Is this on? This better be effing on. Hello. At least hey. he didn't swear. That was good. Wembley. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's where the pay per view is, Eddie. What are we What are we doing? This is the second time he's supposed to make some big grand announcement. He just 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 flops it. He just forgets it. By, by the time he gets down the ramp, he forgot everything he's supposed to say. Yeah, it's crazy. <sighs> this <laughs> on. Hello. It's on. It is. We hear you. <sighs> what do Jeez. we got next, Brian? All right. In the WWE tomorrow night on SmackDown, it'll be Edge versus Sheamus. And today, news coming out. Edge and speaking with ET Kanda says this is his last match on his current contract. Says, quote, I can't with 100% true, 100% true say I don't know in regards to his future. What else do you guys want to see Edge do in the ring? How does Entertainment Tonight get that scoop, by the way? Entertainment he Tonight was, Canada. Yeah, I was, well, Canada, I was yes, going to say ET Canada. Not the US one. Yeah. <laughs> It's very interesting. <laughs> um, I don't know. He's obviously still a very big star in Canada. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just, be. But just something like for 65 and, and, and older, that group, watch, still watching Entertainment Tonight. WWE promote that. Yeah, maybe, that maybe the uh, – Yeah, I don't know. Well, because my guess is they don't want it to be his last match. My guess is ultimately he doesn't want this to be his last match. Just to be a random match with Sheamus in Canada. Um, I, I don't know what else I want to see from Edge. There was a time during this run where I wanted to see him as world champion again. Um, after he won the Royal Rumble. And it was still early in the bloodline. Like I, I wanted him to see, come off that and, and be the world champion again. See what we could do with that. But, I mean, he's not, he's not someone who's going to unseat Roman he hasn't been around enough. Like he would have to, and, and so it doesn't make sense for him to win the Seth Rollins title because 
you, you can't have two part-timers as your champions, especially when you've built the World Heavyweight Championship as the one that's constantly there and being defended. And so it, it just doesn't make sense for him to be a world champion again, unfortunately. Um, so I don't, I don't know. I don't know what I want to see out of Edge. I, I do know professional wrestling is better when he's around. Um, so I hope, I hope that this is not his last match tomorrow night. You know what, guys? Edge owes me nothing. He owes me nothing. He's in my top 10 of wrestlers I've respected. And, you know, I've been watching wrestling for a long time. I really like Edge. And I don't know if that matchup against Sheamus, I saw that promo was very interesting, just the way it's all laid out. Didn't even Mm -hmm. seem maybe bullet pointed, but not scripted at all. And these guys are going back and forth like, yeah, you know what? I've never wrestled you, Sheamus. Uh, I thought that Edge was cool at the time that wrestling needed some cool in it. And so you think about from the beginning where he was um, uh, with the brood. And I just thought that was like the coolest, most different thing WWE had at the time, right? It's like, wow, the brood is really cool. And then Edge and Christian, one of my favorite tag teams, really like those two because they're friends. They're both Canadian. I really like those guys. But I really started getting into Edge as a singles at a time where WWE really needed it, right? Early 2000s, mid-2000s, he becomes the Intercontinental Champion. He eventually becomes a World Heavyweight Champion. But it wasn't like... Shawn Michaels. It wasn't like Hogan. It wasn't like some of these other guys. It was just a guy that was cool. And as a babyface or a heel, I always he always was over with me. I've always appreciated him. So uh, I've always thought that he was a must-watch for me as a wrestling fan. And so he might lose to Sheamus, and he might just go off in the sunset and end up with Christian in AEW. That very well could happen. But the thing is, is that Edge, he didn't have to wrestle again. The time that he was away, guys, with that injury, I was like, I will never see Edge again because that guy was cool. And the Radar Superstar came back. And so he gave us some great moments. And so if this is the last time on Friday, hats off to him because he's been great. I guess the only thing I would want, like it'd be cool and maybe just old school wrestling thought of like him putting someone over on the way out. Like him losing to Sheamus. Yeah. Sheamus doesn't need that. Like he's an old guy also. And they rode bikes together and they helped train together. Like there's no story there. Like, unless it was, like, him versus Orton or him versus Cena as his final match, like, I'd like to see him lose to a theory, maybe. Like, just something like that that you could just sort of help out on the way out. (laughs) (laughs) I said it quietly. Gabe has cut the light out. Theory! Theory. Austin! I just want to make sure. Austin theory. There's not like another theory that's floating out in the indies that I'm not aware of. There was Austin no young theory. guy that came to mind. How about Solo Sokoa? Have, have we know that? Solo? No. Well, he had a chance to do that at the Garden, and he won that matchup. Did he not? Yeah, exactly. Like, going out on your moment. back is such an old-school wrestling thing that even Taker didn't do it. Like, Taker's the oldest yeah. of old-school and he went out on top in the cinematic match he had with AJ Styles. Like, I, I just don't know if that's a part of wrestling in in 2023 because these guys that come back as these nostalgic acts, I mean, they end up going out on top. You know, like Ric Flair's last match, Ric Flair went out on top. You know, like yeah. he, he wasn't doing the job for Jeff Jarrett. Um, <laughs> well, you want to know the truth. The reason why that Undertaker did not take the fall is because only one person wanted that heat, and that's Brock. Do you know yep. that Ed, you know that Edge was asked to break the streak of the Undertaker, and Edge said no. You you, you guys know that? Like I they told 
Vince told Edge, is like, go out there and, and beat him, beat the streak. Edge is like, I don't want that heat. Absolutely not. <laughs> like, no, I'm not beating that guy. And like, and so yeah. the same thing with AJ. Could you imagine if AJ would have won that matchup? Like, nobody wants that smoke. Nobody. Yeah, it was just like, but Brock was like, F it, I'll do it. Yeah, I'll beat him in New Orleans. F him. Yeah, you want me to do it? I'll do the job. But I mean, that's the thing, right? Nobody wanted that. And so, you know, the Undertaker is a whole special, I think, kettle of fish there. But I think with Edge, like if we got like one of those like famous Edge rivalries, like him versus Cena, like you can dust Cena off for one match. Because the other thing, if we end up seeing him in AEW, then I want to see him and Christian together again. Like I don't want to see him against Matt and Jeff Hardy, but like Edge oh. and Christian versus the Bucks, like sign me up for that one time. Hey, I'm in. Hey, it's, it's AEW. You're going to definitely see that match. Yeah, I was about I to know. say, you're seeing Edge and Christian versus the Hardys. <laughs> like in order to get, just understand that if, if this is indeed happens I and oh, yeah. I, I don't, I don't see Edge going to AEW. I see him being a Vince guy through and through. Yeah. But if that does happen, in order to get Young Bucks versus <laughs> Edge and Christian, you're going to have to sit through Edge and Christian versus the Hardys. Uh, and be sad and go, oh. Yeah, Jeff I don't want to see the Hardys wrestle anymore. Like, Oh, that's a big, that's a big statement. You don't want to see the Hardys I'm wrestle just, anymore. I, wow. I've seen enough. Like eh, last time was a good way to protect Jeff, but uh, I'm, his face paint was cool. <laughs> yeah, man. So I, I, that's what, it, and I think and I understand your point, bro. She's like, oh, so what's the big deal with this match? Right. If this was in Birmingham, Alabama, it probably wouldn't be as impactful. Sure. But it's yeah. in Toronto. That's mm-hmm. yeah. why it matters. And so that'd be a good way for Edge to go out. Hometown, lose against Sheamus. They never wrestled each other. There's your story. Goodbye. Yeah, I guess that's, that's fine. It. That's it. So. I, 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 I totally respect him. So he didn't have to do this match. I mean, I just love him anyway. So, do you think? Um, by the way, Tater seventy two says he'd like to see Edge versus Gunther. Um, I, well, you want I don't to know. I, I, I was about to say I, 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 I don't want to see Gunther versus anybody who's getting close to fifty. It makes me a little nervous. I get a little concerned for the older people who are going to be participating with Gunther in that match. Um, so I, I'm out on that. I'm out on Gunter versus a lot of people. Out on Gunter versus Edge. <laughs> so you think tomorrow night is predictive? If he wins, we're going to see him again. If he loses, he may just ride off into the sunset. That's what I think. I think the latter will happen. Sheamus is still vital in that group that he's in. What's yeah. Edge doing lately? Nothing. No, nothing. He just shows yeah. up randomly. Yeah. So that's and that's fine. And I'm okay with that. If that's his last match, I'm fine with it as well. Time constraints. Lose in seven minutes on SmackDown. <laughs> Does he get the main event? Well, at least, yeah, because Roman's not advertised tomorrow, right? right? So, so I think you know you don't have to you don't have to carve out the last half hour for the bloodline. So, oh, is that the main? Edge event? should be able to get. Mean, yeah, it's it's got to be. It I mean, be. Edge, Edge, last match of a contract is openly said. I don't know if this is my last match or not. It has to go on last. It should. I think he he deserves that respect. He yeah. necessarily deserved that respect. There was a time post Stone Cold and The Rock, they needed something. He was one of those guys. Just yeah. remember, like, his stuff is not like early 90s. That's that, or late 90s. That's brood. Mm-hmm. Him as a singles was like 20, what would you say, bro? It's like 2013, 2014, something like that yeah. in that era. Matt Cardona so, tweeted at him to come to GCW. So you got to consider that. I don't want him to burn either. <laughs> I don't want him to die against Gunther. No dying. And I don't want him to be burned on GCW. But the reunion at Cardona and Edge? Come on. 
We have a very simple list of demands. <laughs> we don't want you to die. We don't want you to get burned. I feel like we're simple. We're being very clear, very direct with our requests from Edge. Why do you want him to die, bro? I don't understand. Cardona tweeted it, not me, friend of the show. He tweeted wow. at Edge. Come to TCW. Wow. No. <laughs> no, I don't want to know. He's a he's a he is a dad. He uh-huh. is a seasoned veteran. Enough. No more. <laughs> Unless he's gonna go in a nice soft schedule with AEW, and by the way, that would make Christian actually a babyface. Oh, hundred percent. He's a prick. Yeah, you'd have to. Yes. Oh, yeah. You would have to. You'd have to end, wrap up the storyline real quick yeah. that he's currently in. Man, oh man. Oh man. Uh, what do we have this week in news and notes? Brian? All right. Speaking of the WWE, a little roster change. Lacey Evans no longer with the company. Changed her social media names. We last saw her on TV and SmackDown on in June. Her contract did expire on August 15th. Just one that never really caught on. Um, a number of they different packagings. <laughs> they tried very, very hard with Lacey Evans. Just could never make that connection with the audience. Just horrible by WWE. <laughs> Just horrible. Here's we talk about story, right? Here's a story. She actually was in the military. Was she not? She's right. married. She's yep. married with a child. Okay. So you want her you want to make her the next Sergeant Slaughter? There's your story. And they didn't get to that story at first like they should have. It was down the line. Like the third time they tried with her. Oh, by the way, she's a heel and she's a next slaughter. None of it got over. The preg- she, well, pregnant. And then, she has the injury. Well, None of it got over. And and then she says some questionable things, mm-hmm. pisses off Slaughter, and Slaughter's like, "No, you can't have the cocaine clutch. What, what are you What are you doing? No, you cannot have my clutch. No, you can't do that." So you know, when then you have Sergeant Slaughter out there publicly against her stealing his character when you could have done a passing of the torch thing. Yeah, it's. Well, for I those interested, she has hinted at possibly starting an OnlyFans account. I don't want to see that. <laughs> Good for her. So I don't want to see that. For best best of luck in your future endeavors. Not, yeah, and and of course, it's not all. It's not her. We, we we talk about these things again. We have to whiteboard this every time. We're not talking about her. We're talking about the creative. Right. Like the, crea- the the creative was bad for her when she's pregnant, and they go, "Hey, that's Ric Flair's baby." Where are we going with that? She's married. Remember this? <laughs> am, am I, is that a fever dream? Do you guys remember this? I did forget about that until you just said that. I I tried not to. Well, I'm just because I I was uncomfortable, <laughs> and for the first time ever, I'm pretty sure I saw Charlotte Flair uncomfortable on television when they tried to run that angle because um, Lacey Evans and Rick were feuding with Charlotte at the time. And yes, hinting that Ric Flair was the father of the baby was not only uncomfortable, but very disgusting to think about. To add on to this, I guess the TMZ portion, there are reports Andrade and Charlotte Flair no longer together. So Charlotte trying to catch Rick in the, uh, the marriage department. What? What is that? Uh, Yes. It looks like marriage number three might be uh, no longer for one Charlotte Flair. So trying to catch up to Nate. Really? Yeah, I did not. I had not seen that. Let's talk. Put a on, hold on, let's put a pit, a pit on that for a second. Okay, hold on. <laughs> All right, so two different companies. Uh-huh. It's not like they don't see each other. I mean, Andrade's just at home, right? Okay. <laughs> now, now she might be on the road a lot, but even though her schedule is not as as strong as it used to be either, so that's just something, man. Ashley yeah. is going to get a divorce from Andrade. It would be her third. 
So uh, scorecard. I didn't realize that either. I didn't realize. I didn't realize she was on marriage number three at this point. God, oh (laughs) boy, oh boy, poor Andrade. Yeah, (laughs) he gets a couple of gigs on Collision, and all of a sudden there's a divorce. I guess it was okay when he's just at home washing the dishes. (laughs) (laughs) At least he got the final match. He got to watch Rick die in the ring and uh, wake him up. (laughs) God Almighty, that's true. That's true. That's the story, sir. Sir, you must wake up. Sir, <laughs> sir, you must wake up. Ah, you dead? You must wake up, sir. Brass knucks. Finish. Oh. <laughs> what a great story. <laughs> True story. If you don't, guys, you got to go in the archives. Or oh, man, you got to go watch that interview with Rick. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. Rick, Rick Flair was on this podcast and told the story. Rick was passed out and just like Andrade's like, sir, you must get up. Finish. Because he tried to make weight. Like he was trying to drop like two pounds, didn't eat anything. And just, you're an old man, Rick. You got to eat something. God almighty. I did not, I, I did not read that about yeah. uh, Ashley Flair. Okay. Well, that's three marriages. Yeah. Wow. Speaking of Lacey, a couple of comments here. Uh, Derek Bruce says, still can't believe they did that regarding Lacey and Ric Flair. And then also Eric Collins, whole Southern Bell gimmick for Lacey gave him Roots vibes. Well, <laughs> not usually the best approach. <laughs> well, I mean, the Southern Bell, I thought that was over because that was her being a heel. They And yeah. that was fine. But again, drop that too. So, I mean, they, they just they, they did not have patience with her. And they had bad creative. Yeah. Matt Cardona in an interview with Wrestling Inc. said it would take a lot of convincing for him to sign to a company exclusively. He said, quote, it would take the two C's, cash and creative. Oh, it's Eric Bischoff. Well, so so we can, I mean, there's no way he ever, even though his wife is there and they're doing good things with her. Yes. yes. I can't imagine him in WWE. Like, I don't think he can trust anybody with the creative there, right? If we if we could make a million dollars individually and set our own schedule, wouldn't we do it? Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's uh-huh. what I would do too. If that means I've got to be booked forty eight out of fifty two weekends, and it's where I want to travel, and it's the companies I want to be a part of, and I can make a million plus, and probably live in Florida, and so no state tax, so he's fine there. Uh, so I'd, I'd do it. Why would I want to be in the? I mean, nothing like the WWE platform. It's the best. It's the top. Right. I get that. But man, if I'm still making good coin and I have to do, I could do my own media when I want to. I do my meet and greets when I want to. I got my own merch that I don't have to give WWE, you know, a, a percentage of. Hmm. Seems good to me. And honestly, the more he sticks around and doesn't sign, like he continues to be the top indie name. Like if some of these indie names sign with AEW or go to NXT, it just opens up more doors for him. Yeah. I'd do it. It, it doesn't make sense to me. And because he wouldn't go in, he wouldn't be a Cody. He wouldn't be a top guy where you can, you know, have that trust. He'd be like a Johnny Gargano, who well, right yeah. now is, is only being featured on digital exclusives where Ciampa mm-hmm. is putting up missing signs. That's, That's a good use to him. He was so excited with us because we knew the three of us knew he was going to uh-huh. go to WWE. He wanted to be an Intercontinental Champion. He wants to be able to win a Royal Rumble, and we were wishing the best for him because we saw those classic matches in the old NXT brand. Him and Ciampa were killing each other, top of the card, great matches. And now he's part of this company, and nothing, nothing. 
Sad. Finally, news and notes tomorrow morning, 10 a.m. Eastern at Ticketmaster. WrestleMania 40 tickets go on sale for Philadelphia. And uh, if you check out our YouTube, uh, an interview with The Miz talking about that. So you can go check that out on our YouTube page whenever you get the chance. Roman versus Rock or Roman versus Cody? Uh, Roman versus, well, we laid it out very well. I think it's Roman versus Rock. They hope it is. Is that what we talked about? Yeah, yeah. We, we did lay out Roman versus Rock. Yes, I think it's, it's going to be Cody. Uh, to tell this to to tell the story, right? Let's Finish the story. Cody today, by the way, says he has not watched back WrestleMania. Why would you? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you, you lost, right? I think no we know what to. happened there. We yeah. lo- yeah. you lost. No need, no need to watch it back. So, so Philadelphia. Have you guys been to Philly? I've never been. No, never been. I've uh, been to Hershey and gone through Philly. I had a cheesesteak. Does that count for anything? He went to go see a WWE house show. That's why he went to Hershey. <laughs> <laughs> That's where it was. It was a raw, wasn't it? Uh, I went to the theme park with the kiddos and as a kid. A long, oh, no. long time mainstay. You got to go through Hershey. You got to have a TV in Hershey. That's what you got to have it all the time. Sold out every time they go there. Hershey, yeah. Pennsylvania. I've never been there. Um, so... The luck of the Irish, hopefully, for McMahon and the WWE outside venue. Hopefully yeah. that the weather will be fine. You know, I just want to go this. to the indie show that I'm sure they'll run out of the bingo hall. And I'll be happy <laughs> that weekend. <laughs> yeah. How many matches? That, that's the question. I need you to track how many shows out of the ECW arena uh-huh. for, for that weekend. Got to be eight or nine, right? At least. Have to be. Always. Have to be. Like, you probably see RVD. Can you book Temple? The, the, the Temple University. Can you book that? That available in that area? Cardona could sell it out. Yeah. No question. No question. That's the best part. No one really talks about that, but that's the best part, guys, is like WrestleMania comes in, and yes, that's the centerpiece, but mm-hmm. everybody eats. Everybody mm-hmm. eats. Everybody flies in. And, it, and it's not they're taking nothing away from WrestleMania. It's just... Added matches, added cards, somebody you've never seen in person before. So it's a big time for everybody in wrestling. And Vince McMahon won't tell you that, you know, to your face, but ultimately that's what he's provided and he's cool with it, I think. I'm good with it. Well, he'd fly out. He'd never be at WrestleMania. No. I saw all the shows I wanted to. I flew out. Saturday night, gone. I did it in New York a few years ago. I never actually went to New York. Someone offered me tickets to Mania. I was like, no, I'm good. I've seen enough. (laughs) Could you imagine that? Could you imagine? That's amazing. I mean, hey, he's he's got a brand. He stays true to his brand. You got to respect it. I think that's good for the flight, though. I mean, like, if WrestleMania WrestleMania starting, I'm on the plane. Here we go. (laughs) Empty empty seats. No one's going my way. Outstanding. Great plan. What did you guys have as your match of the week? Okay, Gabe. Um, Some thin pickings here for me, actually. Um, Yeah, it wasn't wasn't a great week. Um, I had to go to Rampage and – you did. I get I get pissed off every time I see Brian Cage because he's him him and Darby delivered like it was a really good match like him versus Darby it led off of Rampage last Friday it was a really good match I had it on my list of of three and okay, like so he just delivers and like yet nothing like nothing your- can't do like they can't give this guy this monster of a man who also has charisma by the way you can't give this guy anything 
For your list, Gabe, uh, I've seen a lot of tweets about tomorrow night. It was taped last night. Uh, Commander versus Ray Phoenix uh, on Rampage tomorrow. <laughs> yes, I heard that that was going <laughs> to yeah. be – that's a banger. That's what I read. That, oh. that was an amazing match. Also, I did not realize um, that Penta was as ripped as he is because he usually has, like, the full suit on, and then he shows up last night shirtless with just the mask. I'm like, holy shit, that guy is jacked. That was a very kind camera angle. They shot it up. Did you notice that while he's on the ropes? And I'm like, I know it's the same yep. thing. Yeah. Like, I was like, okay, all right. <laughs> like, that's pretty What's good. Up, Penta? Oh, man. So I wrote down Sami Zayn versus J.D. McDonough. Okay. Um, I yep. saw McDonough uh, at NXT UK. This guy, guys, he can go. He looks. As I didn't realize in a WWE ring, he looks small. Um, but but he really. I thought that that match told a story. So, and I think that JD McDonough, as the outside of this uh, Judgment Day, he's going to work his way in, and I think he's going to be a massive heel. Yeah. Uh, Cody Rhodes against Finn Balor, because once again, Finn just can't connect. Just can't seem to get this finish right. It's over two now. The, the the suitcase, the briefcase underneath the legs this time. <laughs> Little Harlem Goldprater action underneath the legs. He Literally got in, fumbling of the bag. I mean, yep. once once again, the old Nutcracker can't get it done, and then he loses one, two, three, and then you, you, we talk about like um, who you talked about with Brian Cage. So Finn Balor's never going to win a match again. Is this is this is this a story? I guess for not. Yeah, he's, okay, he's never going to win again. Orange Cassidy against Wheeler Yuta. And that, good last that, night. I mean, that's good match. Like the out the uh, afterbirth of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought that was a solid match as well. Again, Wheeler Yuta, someone to uh someone to be dealt with, but can't seem to win the big match. So I had uh, just from a storyline and surprise standpoint, Ray versus Theory, because now I think they'll do something with the title. Like the Ray, like the storyline they're building there at the LWO. Like, I think there's something there. Well, no, well, hold on, so, go ahead. Go ahead, Gabe, because you know where I'm going with this. Go ahead. So we spent months <laughs> building up the LWO. <laughs> and then, and then we built up uh-huh. Santos Escobar out of this. I'm supposed yeah. to get excited about this. Santos Escobar. Yeah. He's going to be the next one. He's the yeah. one that Ray's the kind of passing the torch to. This is the guy that's going to be the next leader of the LWO. He wins a damn tournament to get the shot. Uh-huh. Ray was in the tournament. Ray was in the tournament. You could have just let Ray win the tournament. Why did we do the tournament if it didn't mean anything? Why couldn't we just let Santos Escobar win on Friday? Like, now how am I supposed to care about Santos? Like, Ray was there. And is it supposed to mean more? Is Ray going to do the job for Santos now? I, like they're gonna do, they're gonna do like a, a better than you, baby thing of hey, yeah, we're really close, but you deserve a title shot. I'm giving you a title shot. Is that what we're doing? Like, gonna be what? an Austin Theory. Theory beat John Cena at WrestleMania. That would have been God, a big win. Bless America. This was supposed to be on SummerSlam, and then we just completely throw it in the garbage. And now, how am I supposed to take Santos Escobar seriously going forward? Okay. Gabe is a million percent right about this, bro. And here's why. Hey, Hall of Famer, you need a championship too? (laughs) You're already in the Hall of Fame, and now you need another championship? Hold on a second. I thought you were building toward the future for the WWE. That's the past, pal. 
Why is it? Why isn't a young wrestler in that spot? The Austin Theory, who we've recoiled at for months on the show. Oh, the creative for Austin Theory, so boring. He loses the the U.S. Championship on SmackDown to Rey Mysterio. <laughs> And that's in a main event. A, a guy, like but the a guy middle of the hour. What is it? But a guy that doesn't deserve the championship. Yeah. No. He doesn't. Because guess what? He lost in the tournament. <laughs> so Could this be, though? Like, was this always their plan? Because remember, Ray got hurt in that match. Against, on that uh, dive against Santos. Yeah, but, I mean, it, I it seemed like... I mean, all the reports out of that were... Well, Santos was going to win anyway, so they okay. stopped the match and declared Santos the winner. Because, but then obviously they decided to change their minds, which. And also, they could have just given this whole thing to LA Knight. Like, he could have won the <laughs> tournament, he could have won the belt, and then you're doing something with him. Someone knew, right? Yeah, you know what? No, what? I'm, I'm, I'm glad he's away from the U.S. title right now. Like, this whole thing's just a mess. Him wrestling The Miz is bigger than the U.S. title right now. Like, him versus The Miz is bigger than that. LA Knight versus The Miz. Great great crowd at SmackDown, by the way. They were into it. That first, uh, I mean, very big crowd. Mm-hmm. And they great ovation because you're supposed to give an ovation to an old Hall of Famer. <laughs> it's, it's like it's like Ric Flair and Roddy Piper winning the tag team championships in their 50s. Like, what? Yeah. why do you need that? They're already Hall of Famers. Why? I mean, this is supposed to be a youth movement, mm-hmm. the next generation. You, you build Escobar because Fox wants a Latino superstar. And they know mm-hmm. that Mysterio's done. Like Dom is on Raw; he's everywhere, but he's per- primarily on Raw. So they wanted someone for SmackDown, and so this is what you do to Santos Escobar. I mean, at least Come Dom on, knows bro. that uh, you know Canada's part of North America now, so that's a win for him this week. The other two <sighs> matches I had, I also had Sammy versus McDon- McDonough. I thought that was good, and the six man from Collision, House of Black versus CMFTR. CMFTR. Uh-huh. I thought that delivered, and I think House yeah. of Black—you put them in any match, they're going to deliver. Yeah, I, I mean, and they didn't. I mean, they gave him a half hour. You give yeah. those six wrestlers a half hour to work, and you're going to come up with something good. And I had that written down as well, um, along with Cassidy Yuta. Um, I, I I enjoyed Charlotte versus Asuka from SmackDown. The ending was predictable, but they kind of gave him a little bit early to work, and that was fun. And then the ending was just kind of meh because they did the double disqualification when uh, uh, EO Sky jumped in. Uh, take down the slate. We're not done yet. Take that down. Hold on a second. I have one more thing to say. One more thing to say about what you said, bro. It's okay. Just so I can refresh my memory. When, um, when MJF and Adam Cole lost the opportunity to win the tag team championships against FTR, who took the pinfall? Cole. Who lost in the matchup? Was it, wasn't that, uh, it was Cole. No, it was MJF. No, it, was MJF. it was MJF. Yeah, he was just talking about oh, it. Okay, all right. So th- we just had a match just recently. That six man, right, mm-hmm. for the uh, six man tag team championships. And who took the pinfall? It was Dax, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Dax pinned MJF in the tag team match. And so, don't you think that Dax deserves a world title match? <laughs> I, mean, I mean, all Dax does is lose, looking. though. But he but but he defeated MJF in the tag team championship match they had, right? Yeah. Didn't he? Is that when mm-hmm. they, is it I'm just trying to refresh it. All right. So doesn't he deserve a match for the championship? And and by the way, if you're gonna keep Dax hot, then it shouldn't have been Dax that took the pinfall on that six man. It should right. have been his tag team partner. Yeah. 
Why does Dax I, have to lose all the matches? I guess Dax that's what I'm all the time. He no, Dax loses. Yeah, like Dax puts on tremendous singles matches, loses. Like, yeah, Dax is just yeah. He's he's constantly taking the losses instead of cash. Should have been Cash Wheeler. He should have lost that one. That's should good. have. All right. I also look. want Malachi versus Punk one on one now. Me too. Me too. That was something, wasn't it? Yeah. When they both did like the little Indian style sitting one on one because they both do the same thing. I'm like, yep. uh-huh. that'd be interesting, wouldn't it? That'd be both a fun match. That'd be something. You know, it's these are what these matches are for, right? You get a tag team or six man matches. Like, what if, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Not 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 the what if, like uh, you know, Otis against Gunther. Not that what if. <laughs> horrible, horrible, I... horrible. I... I... Otis was horrible. Yeah, pretty entertaining. Oh, entertaining! I, if you're gonna do the worm, finish it. <laughs> he was he was gassed. Couldn't even finish the worm in that match. Like, after <laughs> after watching the um, becoming Cody Rhodes documentary, mm-hmm. I I just feel for everybody who has to take the Gunter chops. Oh, <laughs> like where he <laughs> where Cody's like, I'm not sure if this is gonna work. Chop, <laughs> right? Right in the area that you're a little concerned about. Here comes the stiffest guy other than Roosh, and he's just going to chop the hell out of you. So we want, so at Wembley, we want Gunther against Orange Cassidy. The the, the two workmen, the two workhorses, right? Yeah. Put the international title versus versus the intercontinental. I would, there you go. Take my money. I don't, bro, I don't have the, uh, I don't have the Gunther uh, notes, but I do have an Orange Cassidy. 29 title defenses in 308 days, which means he defends a title every 10 days. Wow, that sounds right. I feel like he's been on a drought recently. I feel like it's been a few weeks since we've seen him defend. Well, that's why he had defended it, tw- he defended it twice this week. He uh, did it on Rampage, yeah. and then he did it in, in the week since we've been on, because he did it last Friday on Rampage, and then he did it yeah. again on Wednesday. He gets distracted sometimes with these, yeah. you know, these three-man matches. The best friends are just dragging him down. That that he, the, the title defenses would be higher if he didn't have to keep getting the best friends and Chuck Taylor out of trouble. <laughs> that's true. Gabe speaks the truth. <laughs> it's Chuck's I, fault. I, I just want more Sue. <laughs> well, she's got to get a new van. She's got to get a new van. The van was destroyed. beyond yeah. recognition. She's got to get a new van. Let's um, just hope and pray that this company could just stay afloat for the next few years. Just a few more. This is just something, man. This is a whirlwind. So confusing every week. We'll see if they can do a better job of building up because we're getting closer and closer to the biggest professional wrestling events of all time at Wembley Stadium. That's going to be a week from Sunday. Plenty of build towards it. We'll talk all about it all next week right here on GKW.